Hey everybody, welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey, and this is episode 20. Today we thought we'd do a special episode and go back and talk to our two first uh, basic features to see where they are today and catch up as to what happened since last year, basically. And so let's get started. Let's take it back to October when we first recorded. And perhaps you remember this little tearjerker. I use believe because of the bumblebee and whether this is true or not, but I've heard a story of the bumblebee that its body, that its wings are too small for its body and that, you know, aerodynamically that the bumblebee is not supposed to be able to fly, but it flies anyway. And so I relate that to the kids that I work with that so many times they're told what you're not supposed to be able to do or what you can't do, but they supersede that all the time. So that's how I related believe autism, not believing in autism, but believing in, you know, the power that these kids have to go well beyond what people think that they're able to do. So that was then. And this is now. I think the last time we had left off, you had just explained to us you had finished, you had established Believe Autism. Mm-hmm. You had joined global, the, uh, the Global Autism Project. Yes. And had finished, just finished going to your seventh country. You had just became the team lead and the director of the operations in Kenya. Nigeria. Nigeria, that's correct. So, I mean... All my information. <laughs> all out there. All out there. So, so what... Um, I mean, how did, how did all that go then for you? Because I know you went on a trip afterwards, correct? Yeah, so as far as the Global Autism Project, I am the clinical supervisor for the Nigeria Partner Site. Um, I was actually just there in March with them. I uh, was really excited to see them again and just to see their progress that they had made in a year. Uh, they are absolutely an amazing bunch. So um, if you're ever in Abuja, Nigeria, stop by ACSI and say hey to them. Um, from then to now, I've traveled to a few other places. I've gone to Czech Republic with the Global Autism Project. I'm actually about to go to India, Bangalore, India, and China in um, November, um, leading those two trips. Um, Team lead in action. Team lead in action, yeah. It's a lot of work, and a lot of people think that it's a vacation for a week or two weeks, but it's really not because you are leading a group of adults through another country that you may or may not have ever been to. I've never been to China or India, so it's a learning experience just being there and then having a team of maybe as few as two and as many as like six or seven adults looking at you for all the things because some of them have never traveled out of the country. So you become like a mama bear slash camp counselor slash friend slash all the things. Um, And it's work, but... Not in an awful way because it's, I'm definitely doing what I wanted to do, what I want to do. I'm traveling mm-hmm. the world, seeing amazing countries, meeting amazing people, and I'm working with kids with autism and helping these centers you know, become sustainable and to get to a position where they won't need us in a few years. That's our goal, like work ourselves out of them needing us. So it's exciting. Jeez. 
working out of them not needing you anymore. So, I mean, how, I gotta I got ask, like, going to these different nations, does this, do we see a difference in, like, the recognition of autism around the world? Or acknowledgement? Acknowledgement, yes. Autism looks the same in all the countries. Um, I don't know what people assume is the stereotypical um, autistic child or child with autism, mm. but it looks it looks the same. You'll get, you know, you know, you've seen the kids that have the tantrums or the walking back and forth or the lining things up or they're staring off into space. I'm um, just not really really connecting, and that's it's in human nature to connect with other people and. A lot of children with autism don't have that innate ability, not the innate want, but the innate ability to connect with other people. Um, so it looks the same. The acknowledgement is different in that there is a stigma attached in several countries um, to autism, whether it's a religion or something you've done in your past or you name it, I've heard all kinds of things. And in several countries, Nigeria for an example, um, there are still families who will have a child with autism but don't want to bring them to the center there in Abuja because the name has autism in it. Right. Um, and they don't want that association just because of the way that it's viewed. In India, I believe, um, don't completely quote me on this, but the caste system that is in place, having a child in the family with a special need um, definitely influences the family sometimes negatively. So they may want to not so much hide the child, but not broadcast to yeah. everybody that their child has a special need. Um, I've even had families here in the States that still don't want people to know that their kid has this, you know, this special need. You know, and everything that I just explained, it's not a bash at the parents for feeling the way that they feel because it's a natural emotion, it's a natural feeling to be caught off guard when, you know, you do want this child that is, you know, a neurotypical child, but then mm -hmm. you're given a child that doesn't have those neurotypical um, uh, developmental milestones that they're meeting. So it is a shock and it's, it's an adjustment. And I think families and society and you know our culture whether no matter where you are it just has to catch up to okay this is where my child is this is where these children are in our society what can we do as a whole to help them versus making them feel shunned or an outcast because of something that is not controllable so let's bring this back closer to home okay we're here. Yes. <laughs> We're here. Jacksonville, Florida. You've yes. got to believe autism yes. from here. So what have you done since, I mean, since we last talked? I mean, you had, I think at the last time you had set up like a dance program for yes. these children. So I still have the dance program. Um, since the end of 2017, I've been doing four-week classes every couple of weeks mm -hmm. um when the school is in i've been doing three to five year olds and over the summer i've gone from three to five year olds and added six to eight and six to twelve year old classes yeah. um it goes on two times a week or each group meets one time a week for an hour and it includes story time dancing and craft um social skills ready to learn skills um building receptive skills so they're understanding and communicating i just think like 
dance and movement is just a really amazing way to express yourself, especially for those children that don't have the language um, or that do have the language but don't know how to use their language functionally yet. Right. So we're also tutoring. Um, I'm also... Um, Saying, I'm saying um a lot because <laughs> I have so many things in my head. I'm trying to like organize what to say first. Yeah. So we're doing the dance and movement classes and the art classes. We've got the tutoring that we're doing. I'm also doing behavioral consultations for some families because being a board certified behavior analyst, I'm also able to offer that service. I am also bringing in some people to start running the dance classes, oh, nice. so I can do other things that I want to do Expansion with Believe Autism. Growth, yeah, because uh, one person can't do it all. No, and it sounds like a heck of a <laughs> lot. I'm just listening to it now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And I'm in the works of trying to start a early intervention day program at a local preschool. Really? So I'm actually meeting with um, a friend who actually is running the preschool next week to discuss the possibility of this happening so there's just a need you yeah. find a need and you go for it and it's it's amazing how as much attention in the states you can get about autism but it's almost like yeah there's attention but we're not actually servicing it right right, right. It's, it's a weird it's yeah. a weird it's a weird situation and there are there are a lot of services out there but there's so many children here in Jacksonville alone, not even thinking about Clay County and St. John's and Flagler and Baker and all of these other areas. Like, there's just still a need for families that need this information, that need a place for their three-year-old to go because they're not quite ready for school yet or they can't get into a program because they're not potty trained yet. So we'll work on potty training. We'll work on all of those things that will prepare them to go to either a homeschool setting, a private school setting, public school, wherever they're going to go next. Like a but assimilation almost. Yeah, yeah, you just get them early. Like early intervention is very important. Can. Yeah. So... I was going to ask, what do you, what are you excited about going into the future? I mean, that, 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 <laughs> just say, yeah, that sounds like it is exactly that. So I'm looking forward. I'm also, um, getting, starting my certification in, uh, nutritional psychology. Oh, wow. Well. Just because there is a huge correlation between what we eat and what we fuel our bodies with and how we think, how we behave, how we feel. Um, and since I'm so big into movement and dancing and expression, I feel like that would be the next best step to what we're putting in our bodies and how mm. it's affecting us. And that will also, once I get that certification, that information will be on the podcast, um, or the YouTube channel or the blog <laughs> that I'm supposed to be starting as well. Um, I just have a lot of projects in my head and it's, I want to do all the things at one time but yeah. I want to make sure each one is taken care of each one is taken care of um, so that way I'm offering a service that's complete mm -hmm. and that is useful and not wasting anyone's time <laughs> yeah you know we were talking and you were asking me about a podcast yes I it started because a friend of mine, um, a few months ago, I met her mom and we were sitting around talking and her mom was like, you should do a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that would be fun. 
Um, but of course, that hasn't happened yet. That's on my list of to-dos. But we were just sitting here talking, and I was like, a podcast would be amazing because, you know, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive a lot for work or if I'm going to visit family or wherever I'm going. Um, and just to have, you know, just information at our fingertips. We've got our cell phones, like, so right what, there. What is it going to be talking about? It's going to be talking about all the things related to autism and life and you know i want to get you know professionals in the field Mm -hmm. i want to get families and parents and siblings and all of that just so you can get a real understanding of what autism is um just so there can be a lot more empathy for the fam- a lot more understanding yeah, of these families. Yeah. Exactly, like a closer feeling to what's right. going on. So when you see a child having a tantrum at the mall, you don't stick your nose up at them, but there's just like, you know what, you don't understand, you may mm-hmm. not, you don't know why this child is having a tantrum. They could just be having a tantrum because they can't get what they want. I mean, that happens like to all kids, or it could be something a little bit more deeper than that. And I just think that our society is getting better, but I think there just needs to be more understanding. And then it can be for the parents that have special needs kids where, because we'll be talking to professionals in the field and we'll have topics on, you know, potty training, um, eating, um, communication, you name it, holidays, how to, you know, top five things you can do with your child on the holidays when you're flying on the plane. You know, like these are really big things. Dealing with plane rides and Trains or trains or long trips, like all the yeah. things, like anything that I you think can think most of. Most parents, <laughs> so it's open for everyone. That's it's not perfect. just for you know. So just it looks for like I mean, it's a big project too. It is, and I'm excited. In so. like the last ten minutes, my excitement <laughs> level went from a ten. Now it's like above. It's above. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like you have a lot coming on, a lot going on, a lot coming. I mean. This is great. I'm yeah. just glad to see the, the growth and transformation that's happened from just last year. So. Yeah, a lot has happened. Yeah. Well, Crystal, thank you again. Thank you. I appreciate your time, and I'm sure everybody here is happy to hear the growth and change. And hey, we'll be try- keeping track and listening for that podcast. <laughs> thank you. Please do. Subscribe early. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a name yet, but it's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> We'll catch you guys later. So that was our October feature and our first feature for the basic buzz. Miss Crystal Thompson, who works for Believe Autism and the Global Autism Project. Next up, we have our second feature, the November feature. And here is something you may have heard before. I just definitely had the honor of doing makeup for Side Chick web series on YouTube. So you're now adding author to your resume. So the title of the book is Praying, Praising, and Potty Training, Life of a Single Mama. There you have it, guys. Brittany Willis, she's our November feature. She's a single mom. Clearly, she's making it happen. So tell us, like, uh, I mean, those are pretty big things. So um, you're an MUA at at, uh, the web series Side Chick, and right after the season dropped, you dropped your book. So what happened? Like, how did the book tour go? 
so I'm actually still on the book tour. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm still on the book tour. And our last city is Houston, and I'll actually be in Houston next weekend. No way. <laughs> How many cities have you gone to on this book I tour? I have been to Chicago and New York. Wow. Those are two yeah. really big cities. And <laughs> so, big. and then now we've got Houston coming up. Uh, and I'm, I'm supposing both of those book tours, the, the book tour has been going well so, so far for you? Um, it's been okay. Um, it's different. This is my first book tour. Um, I believe it's like a learning experience. Like anything for the first time, you mm. kind of, you know, go out there, you make mistakes and... You know, you learn from them, you get back up, you dust yourself off, and you keep going. So that's kind of that's kind of where it's been for me, um, mm-hmm. just a learning experience, um, just learning different things about myself as a businesswoman and author, and um, taking what I've learned, you know, over the years being a makeup artist to this new realm of authorship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can so it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. So, so do people run up to you and they're like, hey, my this is my favorite part of the book, and you know, what, like this changed me or something? Like, do, does that happen to you a lot? Yeah, I get texts more than anything, or people will DM me, or um, yeah, I get a lot of text messages. So, like, if I've met someone at an event, I'll take their number or whatever. And then I'm looking at him, I was like, oh my God, who is this? And it's like a person <laughs> I haven't like spoken to like since the time I met them. So um, that, um, even my friends, like a few of my friends have purchased the book. Friends that weren't even moms because my first book is geared towards moms. Mm-hmm. So um, a few of my friends that don't have children read my book and they're just like, I'm blown away. Like, I really love your book. Like, even though it's not speaking to me per se as a parent, but... I really like your book because it's, you know, it's inspiring, it's um, motivational, it's encouraging. So basically, that's that's what I wrote it for. I wrote it for, you know, moms that needed some encouragement, moms that needed to be uplifted and inspired and things like that. So just to get those text Mm -hmm. messages or even calls sometimes and those DMs on IG, like it it keeps me going. Um, It lets me know that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing on the days that I do feel like, oh my God, like, why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> it lets me know that I'm doing something right. Oh, or yeah. I'm in my purpose, you know? I so, feel yeah. like probably there's some moms out there that feel that way after they read your book too, because it's a, it's an everyday struggle that fluctuates. Some, it's like some yeah. days are really good days and some days it's rough and you don't know how you're going to make it through just yeah. because you're stressed and everything like that. So that's, to me, that's that's the <laughs> the benefits, like what you brought to these to these women. I'm sure. Um, so tell me now that you're touring and everything like that. How how are the kids? How are the kids taking it? Um, they're taking it well. They get to be with like their dad or um, family, so yeah. like they enjoyed that. But the thing about Houston, they're coming <laughs> with me. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is going to be so fun. Um, The venue is the Houston Zoo. Oh, no So I was just like, 
why not take oh, them yeah, to gonna... the Houston Zoo? Like, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they, they talk about the Houston Zoo. Houston Zoo is supposed to be like a really big thing in Houston. So just mm-hmm. like, why not? I mean, it's a place where children can actually go because in New York, I was on a yacht on the Hudson and then Ooh, in Cal- I'm not California. Oh, my fancy. God. And then Chicago, <laughs> we were at the Willis Tower. So it was not like really kid friendly places. Pause. So, first, um, pause, pause, pause. You were on a yacht on the Hudson. First off, this is this is. <laughs> I'm just picturing, you know, sparkling like the sun rays sparkling off the water. This big boat going by. These fancy <laughs> people coming by. Like I loved your book. It changed like all these things and the wind and the breeze and you're just like. It's so silly. Oh. oh no, it was a nice breeze and wind. Like I had my Marilyn Monroe moment, <laughs> and my dress was like flying everywhere. It was so cute. Like the picture was like the picture. Is timeless but definitely <laughs> like that was pretty dope the food was really good i know that probably is not the most important thing but <laughs> I, I was able to connect with some really great people and um people purchased the book and they purchased some um other things that i also have so i could i don't know if i told you before mm. that i created a natural makeup remover no this yeah is, this is new see this yeah, is the stuff so- we missed out on <laughs> So I think I was I was it. moving around like so much the last time. Um, so as a makeup artist, I want my clients to um, have healthy skin, like not just oh okay we're beautiful for this moment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but after the beat to have healthy skin and for them to look beautiful without wearing makeup. So just aiding them in that process with a natural alternative for remo- removing the makeup. So yeah, that's where that kind of came into play. And since like, I love science. It just made it even more like, boom, there we go. <laughs> so what <laughs> so, is it yeah. called? I mean, people are probably down to know. So um, it's just natural makeup remover. I wanted to definitely call it holy water. But... Only because the name of my company is Heavenly Faces by Honeybee. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, Heavenly Faces, Holy Water, like it goes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can just necessarily coin that Holy Water. <laughs> you never know. It might stick. It might actually, yeah. I was going to say the Vatican might actually have it because, you know, the church might own that trademark, which is kind of strange if that's Weird, true. Weird, if yeah. that's true. I can definitely look that up after we get on <laughs> Oh my god. But definitely holy water. There you go. Bless you with some holy water. Here. <laughs> like, like, see someone tossing in someone's face. You need some of this. You need some of this. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you went from doing this book tour in, in uh, New York, Chicago. Now you're going to the Houston Zoo with your kids. You've, yeah. You have a natural uh, makeup remover. I mean, so. so What's next? I mean, this, this seems to be like a beautiful blossoming of your story. <laughs> well, I um, it's funny that you even wanted to do like a, a recap because I actually just released my second book last no. weekend. No. Yes. <laughs> so I've been working a lot since the last time we spoke. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, a, that's, um, a, that's a lot of words yeah. you got to put in paper, man. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I, I, I remember come. going in high school and writing my papers and being like, oh, God, the night before, just trying to type up one page yep. was, like, excruciating, so. 
I guess those times paid off for me. Well, no, I really like writing though. Like it's therapeutic. Mm. So writing my first book, it took me about three years only because it was some things going on and those things needed to be in the book and it was just a lot going on. But that helped me with the writing process because I was able to release all, you know, whatever I was feeling, the hurt, Mm. the pain, whatever that I was going through at that given moment, I was able to release it through my writing. And that's what I love about writing. I I love that I can release and I love that it's therapeutic and things like that. So um, the second book I actually wrote after um, visiting Trista, my best friend, (laughs) for a birthday last year. Yes, I went to visit her when she lived in Brunswick. And actually on the way back home, since I live like like in the suburbs of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. I was maybe about three hours away. So on that three-hour ride, I wrote my second book. I literally wrote my book while wow. I was driving. And I know that's bad, but... It was in your head. You were talking to right, yourself. That's, I had that's to that's get a, it yeah. out. Like, I, I felt like it had I not gotten it out mm. at that given moment, I'm not going to say that it wouldn't have happened, but I just feel like um, the idea and the thoughts that were coming to my head so rapidly, like, I don't even know where it came from. It was just like I was driving and then I just started having these thoughts. I'm like, no, not right now, God. Like, not right now. And now I'm driving. It's time. (laughs) And I was just talking to the phone and texting the whole way home. So, So, yeah. So tell me, give give us an elevator, like, pitch tease of the book. Tell us what this one's on. Okay, so um, the title of the book is I Am Daily Affirmations. It's a 28-day journey of transforming your mind, heart, and soul um, through affirmations. So yeah, 28-day journey. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised as a... uh, it's an old psychology counselor. This, this is, it's very important that people do that. It helps a lot. People don't realize like just being able to speak to yourself, um, positively and creating Mm -hmm. that reinforcing image in your head by you speaking your own existence is it's, it's, uh, it's soul changing. So, um, that's amazing. That's great. I'm excited (laughs) for that. So it's is you finished it. Is it, has it dropped yet? Like what's, what's on it? Okay, yeah, she's showing me the picture and everything, the book. It looks yeah, amazing. It's a book. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so it's like a devotional and a journal. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm actually reading my own book. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I went back and um, I'm taking the challenge myself. Like, I did it before last year, like coming mm-hmm. into like the new year. Mm-hmm. And I carried over like maybe like two months, so January and February. And then... Um, I don't know. Like, I just decided to do it again. Like, once everybody else got the book, it was like, okay, Brittany, now you can, you know, do it yourself and kind of just go through and journal your thoughts and just different things like that. So I'm actually on day two. No, <laughs> I started see? yesterday all over again. So She's not just a writer, guys. She also tests out her own product so you can make sure it's, <laughs> it's, it's valid. So that's... <laughs> Wow. I mean, congratulations. So thank you. I'm guessing this is going to be added to the book tour, right? Houston. This is. um, So the other two cities didn't, um, they weren't able to be graced with this new book, but um, Houston is definitely going to be blessed with the I Am Daily Affirmations book. Um, 
But I have two two um, locations in Texas, which I think is really funny. What's the date for that? August August 18th and August 19th. So August 18th, I'll be at the Houston Zoo, and then August 19th, Half Price Books in Houston, Texas. Two weeks, two weeks from now. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. And I got to ask, because <laughs> I'm still, like, waiting, like, on, like, this this side chick series has got me oh, twisted, yo. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, and then I heard you guys lost actors. What, what's this? My heart, man. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. Um, they were replacing one of the actors oh. um, who was actually a main character, though. I yeah. thought it was really... Strange, it but it hurt so much. I remember yeah, when I saw the news. It, I was like, "No, <laughs> can't do this." For the I'm hooked on the show, by the way. Oh wow! I know Ashley would be so, so just happy and just excited to know that you know she has fans like all over the world. Like this is this. I I love working on set. By the way, like I really do. Like set life is the best life. Like yeah, I love being a set anyway. But um. I have great news for you. Ooh, I love that. We start filming next week. Oh! Season three. <laughs> Thank God, man. I'm over here starving. <laughs> I know anybody who's been following this is like, yo, season two seems like it came out years ago. So you're just like, God, I need more. I need more. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> so it seems like everything's coming together then. And uh, it, and blossoming like i said it just seems like everything's blossoming coming straight for you the blessings are coming down and um thank i just wanted to say thank you again for coming back out and blessing us with your presence and and give us some updates on what's going on with you thank you so much for having me i do want to share something else though Mm um i'm starting this art it's okay so basically it's called art Affirmations, mm-hmm. realization, transformation. Ooh. And basically, it's an art class where um, you paint your affirmation. So, what affirmation, whatever affirmation resonates with you at that given moment, that's the affirmation that you paint on this canvas. And the canvas is a reminder of the affirmation. So, every day, mm. you know what I'm saying, you're able to look at that painting and it's like, okay, you know, what if your affirmation is blessed, I am blessed. And I'm looking at this, this affirmation or this painting every single day. So, whenever I'm feeling weak or if I'm feeling, oh. you know, um, indifferent, I am blessed or I am amazing, I am strong, I am dope, like whatever affirmation that yeah. resonates with you at the given moment. So, it's a painting and you get a copy of the book at the same oh, time. So, art. That is cool. Yeah, I like that. I think a lot of people like that, too. Yeah, I want to take it on the road. So hopefully I'll be in... You're in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, we are in Jacksonville. Yeah, hopefully we can definitely make it out there to Jacksonville so we can get some people painting and mood painting and get their books. So, yeah. For sure. Anytime you come (laughs) in and when you can come in, we'll definitely be there and we'll definitely take part. It sounds so much fun. I love painting, so... Yeah, that's what my book. That's the that was the kind of gist of my book release. So everybody was painting, and it was it was a really dope event. Like (laughs) it was poetry. It was it was awesome. (laughs) Damn. Well. (laughs) Well, good luck with everything, and we will be keeping in touch. And definitely, if you come to Jacksonville, let us know. All right. Have a great one. 
Hey everybody, we're back and I've got Trista here from At Your Beauty Pro. How are you doing today, Trista? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How are you doing, Davey? Uh, you know what? Just, uh, just, just fancy, just peachy today. <laughs> well, okay. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, you know, we're rolling into August here. The weather's hot. I mean, it's that last push before school starts. Um, what, I'm just curious what you got on the slate for us today. I mean, you come hard every time. <laughs> I try to educate everybody a little bit, even yourself. Oh, yes. Well, I obviously, so much. A, the, the guy, and you don't know a lot about what us females have to endure and go through to, you know, get through the day and make ourselves presentable and whatnot. So we like to educate our fellas as well. <laughs> All right. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about facial sprays, which I'm hoping and praying you've at least heard of a facial spray. No. <laughs> you haven't heard of a facial spray? Wait, 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 a setting spray? That's a type of facial spray, yes. So that does count if you heard of that. Well, you taught me about setting sprays, so that's the only facial spray I know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let me introduce you to something else then. Okay, yeah. uh, setting spray is a form of a facial spray, technically, because you spray it on your face, right? Mm-hmm. But those are technically designed for makeup girls mm. who wear makeup our fellows who wear makeup i'm not judging for those mm. who wear makeup um now you also have facial sprays that are designed to be used just in general part of your skincare regimen you can even use it with your makeup under your makeup on top of your makeup to help set it but it just depends on the person who is using it what they're looking for out of it mm. you with me so far I'm holding on. So essentially, even you could use a facial spray. Okay. Because you don't wear makeup, right? You can use a facial spray. My husband could use a facial spray. Will he use it? If I force him to, if I spray his face, he'll use it. <laughs> but that's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so like I mentioned a little bit before, um, the setting sprays, those are marketed as being able to like set your makeup. Some of them are advertised to give you a matte finish if you have skin tends to get oily, especially with makeup, or you sweat a lot and you don't want to get oily, or they have a dewy finish, which, you know, if you have more dry skin, you want to look more hydrated, more glowy. We talked about that glow before, that summertime glow. Mm. That can be used for that too. Now, what you have to keep in mind is to read the ingredients. As with everything you're supposed to put in your body and on your body, you're supposed to read the ingredients. Some people have skin sensitivities, they have allergies, so you want to make sure that what you're using is not going to irritate your skin. So what, I'm going to beg the question, what should we be looking for? <laughs> um, you want to look for more natural ingredients. That's always key. A good go-to Facial spray would be something that's rose water based. Um, Tell me you've heard of rose water. Yeah, no, yeah, I've heard of rose water. Okay, big, you say yeah, no, yeah. Now. It's a big thing now. My, well, funny enough, my friend in Tennessee, he was like, oh man, uh, I mean, he's, he has dreads and he's just like, you know, I use this on my face and my beard and in my hair. It's this yeah. rose water stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes. And that's so fun that you mentioned it in the hair because you can use it for your hair too. Yeah. Um, now with rose water, you can 
buy it in the store or you can make it yourself. I've actually made it myself once. You need mm. boiling water and rose water petals. Hmm. That's it. Obviously, you need to let it cool. You can put ice cubes in if you want and put it into a spray bottle and you can DIY your own rose water spray at home if you like to. If you want to be that organic. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. It's, it's like really not. It's like collards on, on a Sunday dinner. Oh my gosh. If you can make <laughs> rice, you can make instant potatoes. It's the same damn thing. You just need some <laughs> rose, some, um, rose petals. Um, Any so particular what rose color? Water does, it doesn't really matter what color it is. The more traditional color, obviously, is red, red roses. Mm. And mm. that will give you the pink color that you'll see, that you mm. see in, in the stores. Side so note. what rose water does, it helps to kind of maintain the skin's pH balance. Um, it helps to control excess oil issues that you may have. It's also an anti-inflammatory, which is a big one. It can help calm your skin, calm the redness, calm your eczemas, um, issues that you may have if you have problematic skin. Mm. And it also has antibacterial properties. So it helps with healing scars. If you have like hyperpigmentation from old breakouts, it helps fade that over time also. But what's, what I think is pretty much awesome about it is that it's the organic, more natural way to go, which yeah. is where a lot of people are with their lifestyle. Straight yes, up, water and rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot water and rose petals. <laughs> but you don't want, I mean, you can put I was going to say, you're not spraying bottle, boiling hot water on your face, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want to do that. Don't don't burn your skin now. Mm-mm. We don't want to see you to the ER and like yeah, that. Yeah, no. just as I no. hear promoting spraying your face with boiling hot rose water. <laughs> oh, that's what Davey said. That's not what Tristan said. <laughs> now, as far oh, as the hair is concerned, um, because of the inflammation properties, anti-inflammation properties in it, it can help treat scalp inflammation also and help get rid of dandruff. So when you say your friend uses it for hair, I'm like, awesome. Helps with dan- fighting dandruff. That's yeah. that's an interesting one. Yes, it's a natural conditioner. So yeah, it's beneficial for the skin and therefore for the scalp too and the hair. Huh. So what that. I'm going to need you to do is I don't trust you to boil your own because you might put boiling <laughs> water on your face. I'm going to need you to go to the store and buy some. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do that, actually. That that seems like an easy mission. I can head over to my friendly Walgreens and uh, and see what, see what they have there. <laughs> now, what I do want to make sure to mention yes. is that with everything, you do not want to overdo it. Yes, it's good for you. Yes, it's beneficial for you, but you don't overdo it because you can actually do the opposite and dry out your skin. Mm. The best way I could, um, best example I could give for this is like if you have chapped lips and you lick your lips to moisturize your lips, right? Correct. If you keep doing that and doing that, you're going to end up with chapped lips, right? Correct. Same thing applies with facial sprays. You don't want to overdo it. Just do it a little bit and go. Dab and go. (laughs) Dab and go. (laughs) Spray and go. Spray and go. (laughs) (laughs) Spray and go. That's that's great. So just a little bit and let it go. Yes. And not too often. Yes. I, I you can I do can a part of your skincare regimen in the morning or night. Refresh once a day if you need it. But mm-hmm. don't be spraying your face every damn hour. Don't 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 do that. Because then you'll be like, oh my skin's breaking out. Why is this happening? I'm like, girl, because you overdoing it. That's why. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can find a, a nice balance somewhere in there. So, rose water fights inflammation, hydrates, and conditions. Has, it, it's easily DIY'd at home. Mm-hmm. And at the very core, it's probably the most simply organic, natural product you can pretty much do as a facial spray. Yes. And there's a lot of beauty brands that carry their own rose water facial sprays. Um, one that I love, that I recommend to you guys, is by Mario Badescu. Now, they have a few different scents. One comes in lavender, one is aloe. Um, I, I've tried the aloe and the rose water one, and I love them both. Have not tried the lavender, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. And the best thing about it is that it's like seven to eight dollars. You can get it from Target, get it from Ulta, um, pretty much anywhere you can find um, good skincare. It's very affordable. Mario. So that's my recommendation. <laughs> Mario. Mario Badescu is B A D E S U E. Oh man. All right, I'll be like, I'm just going to all the time be like, hey, I need that Mario stuff. I was just thinking, like, for some odd reason, images of, like, American beauty was, like, popping up. You know, like, the, the cover. Oh, my gosh. What? Bathtub full of roses? Yeah, true. But you don't need that many rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when we look up the DIY instructions, we'll see how many petals it takes. Yeah. Just a little handful. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Depends on how much you're trying to make, though. Mm. Well, you know, enough for myself, probably. You just need one rose. That's it. This one rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again for coming on, and we appreciate everything that you teach us every time. It's always a blast, and... Um, guys, if you're interested or you want to get in contact with Trista, she's on IG and her tag is at your Y-O-U-R beauty pro, all one word, your beauty pro. Mm -hmm. And Trista, thank you again. And uh, I guess we'll be talking to you next time. Well, it was always fun. Alrighty. All right, basic fam. We will catch up with you guys later. Have a good one. Hey, Basic Fam. The show today was produced by Basic LLC. Music was provided by Torian Miles. If you haven't already rated us, you know, it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the Basic Buzz. All right, Basic Fam. See you next time.